Are you aware how fruits grow? What do you call that tough shell on your toe? These are some things you should probably know. Another damn trivia show. Slang is a many splendid thing. It's a language onto itself that truly helps define the generation it's used in. Like many languages, slang can evolve. In the 80s and early 90s, for example, the word brainer was an insult to someone who's smart, along the same lines as nerd or geek or brainiac. Now it means a girl who performs, uh, well, let's just say it means something different. Since the advent of texting, a new crop of slang has emerged. 143 means I love you, presumably because I is one letter, love is four, and U is three. Sadly, that slang has evolved so that now 134 also means I love you. Go ahead and look it up in Urban Dictionary, it's there. It's used by people who know that there is a three number combo that means I love you but can't quite remember the order. So for the lazy, we have 143, which at least makes some kind of sense. And for the lazy and stupid, we have 134. It's to these sad souls I dedicate this week's episode of Another Damn Trivia Show, episode 134. And it's airing on the Pod Bros and the Wicked Radio Network. In honor of all that slang masquerading as actual English and to that site, that repository of all of it, Urban Dictionary. I bring you this first category, Urban Dictionary. It's very simple. I'm going to read you out a slang word or a term or a phrase and then give you two possible definitions. One of them I made up. One is listed as the definition for that term in Urban Dictionary. You simply have to guess which one is the correct one. Which one is the Urban Dictionary definition? You got a 50-50 shot, all right? So here we go. Let's give it a shot. Urban Dictionary, category one, question one. Mattress worship. Mattress worship. Does Urban Dictionary list that as screaming, oh God, while having sex? Or staying in bed rather than going to church? Mattress worship. Which is it? Question two. Harassinger. Harassinger. Does Urban Dictionary define that as a friend who constantly delivers irritating news? Or a passenger who is always on your ass about your driving? Harassinger. Which do you think it is? Question three. Package stalking. Package stalking. Is that defined as... When someone constantly hits refresh on the package tracking website to know up-to-date info about his or her delivery? Or is it when a girlfriend or wife keeps very close tabs on her man to make sure he's not cheating? Package stalking. How is that defined by Urban Dictionary standards? Question four. Booty grazing. Booty grazing. Is that mass texting a generic message to the opposite sex in the hopes of guaranteeing at least one hookup that night? 
or is booty grazing, spending a night at a club or party where girls are dancing just to stare at them? Which is the definition of booty grazing? One of those is correct. And finally, question five, sniff test. Sniff test. Is that smelling the milk once it's past the best buy date to see if it's still drinkable? Or smelling an already worn piece of clothing to see if you can wear it out again? Both things I'm guessing done more by men than by women, though not exclusive in either case. Both are plausible, which is the actual Urban Dictionary definition of sniff test. And ladies and gentlemen, that is it for Urban Dictionary. Hopefully you guessed well. If you had no idea, you had a 50-50 shot. We move on to Eat Around the World. I'm a really, really big fan of cooking shows, specifically cooking competitions, uh, cooking competition shows, sorry. And uh, really, really like kid or teen cooking competition shows. So, yeah. Or celebrity cooking competition shows. Big fan of all those. So, I've been watching a lot of them lately and came up with this... Uh, category. Basically, I'm going to name a food, describe what it is, you tell me its country of origin. So all of them are quote-unquote ethnic foods. Alright? Question one. Mole. A rich sauce, one type of which is a red sauce, typically served over turkey and chicken. Mole. Where does that come from? What is its country of origin? Mole. Question two. Blintchik. A type of thin pancake or crepe. Blintchik. B-L-I-N-T-C-H-I-C-K. Oh, and mole, if it helps to know the spelling, is M-O-L-E, like mole, but pronounced M-O-L-E-H, like mole. So, uh, mole and blintchik, which is a type of thin pancake or crepe. What is the country of origin for blintchik? Uh, Question three, yakitori, Y-A-K-I-T-O-R-I, yakitori, which is a grilled chicken, a grilled chicken usually on skewers. What is the country of origin for yakitori? Question four, chakalaka. I like that one. That's my favorite one to say. And uh, I have a special little connection to it. Not an actual connection to it, but a sort of connection to it. A camp connection to it, if that if that helps. It won't. I'll explain it when I get the answers. Anyway, chakalaka is a spicy vegetable relish. Uh, where do we get that? Where would you find chakalaka as a not you know foreign food, just a normal food? What country? And finally, vindaloo, V-I-N-D-A-L-O-O, and it's a curry dish. I wonder if that gives it away. Maybe not. Anyway. What country is Vindaloo from? And in case I'd forgotten, I can't remember. I'll have to listen back, but it won't matter now. I'm going to do it again. Chakalaka spelled C-H-A-K-A-L-A-K-A. Chakalaka, Vindaloo, where do they all come from? All right. And that's your food around the world. And now we go to famous art. Why not be sophisticated? Why not be civilized, ladies and gentlemen, and show just how sophisticated we are? with our knowledge of famous art. Here we go. Who painted the creation of Adam? And I will, a small hint, 
it's part of a much larger famous work but that part of it is called the creation of adam i'm not going to describe what it is but i will later uh who painted the creation of adam Question two, what famous and very large statue is rumored to have been created by Pharaoh Khafre? K-H-A-F-R-E, Khafre. Uh, what famous and very large statue is rumored to have been created by Pharaoh Khafre? Oh, sorry, Khafre. Sorry, no, there's no extra K. Question three, who sculpted The Thinker? Bronze statue, I believe. Could be wrong with that, but I think it's bronze. Uh, the Thinker, in that famous thinking pose. Who sculpted The Thinker? Question four Who painted The Last Supper? And finally, what is the name of the painting by Grant Wood that features a stern looking farmer holding a pitchfork standing next to a woman? was interpreted as either his wife or his daughter one or the other what is the name of that famous painting by uh, Grant Wood and uh, that's it for famous art and brings us to our final category ladies and gentlemen it's a music category woohoo uh, if you listen to my other podcast, Another Damn Wrestling Show, that's right, I'm not creative when it comes to names. I'm building Another Damn Brand, ladies and gentlemen. Another Damn, ch- uh, another damn Wrestling Show. Check it out. I do it with Rick and Joe. Uh, great guys. If you like wrestling, go listen to it. I'll be recording uh, this week's episode tonight, actually. And uh, last week I wasn't on the episode. It was my first show that I'd missed, and it was because I went to see a Bare Naked Ladies concert. Uh, they were playing here in my area along with Alan Doyle of Great Big Sea fame. He was the opening act, him and the Beautiful Gypsies. So Alan Doyle and the Beautiful Gypsies opened. Bare Naked Ladies were the headliners. They've been my favorite band, Bare Naked Ladies, that is, since I was in high school, and that was a long time ago. And man, did I love this concert. It was so fun. The guys on the show, they ripped me a little bit, and I'm sure they'll do it again tonight. But I don't care. And when I came home, all I kept thinking was, oh, man, because it reminded me of back when I was in high school, the music I used to listen to and just out of high school and stuff like that. Great, great Canadian stuff. Really cool stuff. So I figured I'll give you a uh, sort of a, a peek into the type of music I used to listen to and realistically speaking still listen to when I was much, much younger. Uh, this, these are all Canadian bands. But don't worry if you don't know Canadian music. You don't need to know it because this music category is a little bit different than my normal music, cal- music categories. Same structure. Song comes up, fades out, new song, fades out, new song, etc., etc., for five songs. But you want to pay attention to the lyrics. Because instead of you having to guess who the artists are or what the song's name was or anything like that, at the end of the five clips, I'm going to ask you five questions. And each question will be about one of the clips. So if you listen to the questions, then go back and listen to the music, it should be really, really easy. But what I'd love you to try is listen to the music, then listen to the questions and see if you can get it. All right. So however you want to do it, that's your business. The way I've designed it is for you to really test yourself. Listen to the music, try to absorb as much of it as you can, then tackle the questions. All right. All the questions about the content of the songs, the content of the lyrics. All right. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Songs uh, from Canadian bands, uh, some of my favorites. And... 
here goes the music right now. Not like green eggs and ham. Would you like them here or there? I wouldn't like them anywhere. You know, I can see you in a house eating green eggs and ham with a mouse. Maybe you can't hear. You got something in your ear? No. I'm going to make this perfectly clear. I would not like them housewives here. I would not like them mousewives there. You think you can convince me, Sam? Mm -hmm. Not for me. Green eggs and ham. Yeah. What is with you? This is some lean cuisine. Love all that music. So good. And uh, here comes your questions. All right. Question one. In Green Eggs and Ham by Moxie Fruvis, that was the first song, who does Sam I Am think you would like to eat green eggs, green eggs and ham in a house with? In Green Eggs and Ham by Moxie Fruvis, who does Sam I Am think you'd like to eat green eggs and ham in a house with? Question two in the song Today I Hate Everyone by the Killjoys. What is creeping slowly over everything? What is creeping slowly over everything according to the song Today I Hate Everyone by the Killjoys? That was song and question two. Uh, song and question three. In Home for Arrest by Spirit of the West, which may be the most popular pub song, Especially the back of my university days, ever. Uh, probably more in Canada than anywhere else. Spirit of the West, the Canadian band. But it is just a pub dancing song. It's great. Anyway, in Home for a Rest by Spirit of the West, wha they kept a shine on the bar with what? With what do they keep a shine on the bar? Question four Salesman, Cheats, and Liars by the Lowest of the Low. 
tells us it's wise to know which way your gun is pointing before you shout, I see the what. Salesman Cheats and Liars by the Lowest of the Low tells us it's wise to know which way your gun is pointing before you shout, I see the what. And finally, in this version of Lovers in a Dangerous Time, because it is a cover, in this version of Lovers in a Dangerous Time by the Bare Naked Ladies, my favorite band of all time, we learn that you gotta kick at the darkness till it does what? According to the Bare Naked Ladies uh, singing Lovers in a Dangerous Time, Bruce Coburn, the original uh, artist for that song, we learn you gotta kick at the darkness till it does what? And ladies and gentlemen, that does it for Canadian music and does it for all the questions this week on episode 134. So you know the routine. Shameless self-promotions, then the answers, and then we're done. So let's get on that now, shall we? Go. If you'd like to share your score, suggest a category, or be a guest brain, you can tweet at O underscore Brundage or at the real underscore ADTS. Matt would love to hear from you. Between you and me, he gets kind of lonely sometimes and would love any chatter tossed his way. Now where was I? Another damn trivia show can be found all over the internet. Check out iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Radio Foobar, or head over to the Pod Bros and the Wicked Radio Network, all great places to satisfy your podcasting needs. This concludes our public service announcement. Now on with the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the answers. The answers, yes, the answers are coming your way right now, ladies and gentlemen. First category was Urban Dictionary. Mattress worship means staying in bed rather than going to church. Harassinger is a passenger on your ass about your driving. Package stalking is monitoring the package delivery website. Booty grazing is mass texting in the hopes of hooking up. And the sniff test is sniffing clothing to see if it can be worn again. So your answer is once again, staying in bed rather than going to church, a passenger on your ass about your driving, monitoring the package delivery website, mass texting in the hopes of hooking up, and sniffing your clothes. We move on to eat around the world. Mole is from Mexico. Blintchik is from Russia. Yakitori is Japan. Chakalaka is from South Africa. I said there was a tangential connection between me and that. We have a massive program at camp called World Games, and every year, four staff, two males and two females, are selected to be the captains of the two competing countries. It's, a, it's pretty much the biggest honor they give staff members at our camp. In 2010, I was honored to be captain of South Africa, and part of our duty was to pick a menu for our dinner, the dinner that was supposed to represent our country, and I tried to get them to make chakalaka. The kitchen said no. It was a bummer, but anyway. Uh, And Vindaloo is from India. So Mexico, Russia, Japan, South Africa, and India. We moved from there to famous art, the creation of Adam uh, is part of the Sistine Chapel. That whole, that big, huge uh, painting on the ceiling there, the Sistine Chapel. Part of that, with the picture of Adam reaching out fingers towards God. That's called the creation of Adam. Of course, Sistine Chapel, 
Michelangelo. The large statue, rumored to have been created by Pharaoh uh, Caffrey, excuse me, is the Great Sphinx. I'll accept just the Sphinx. The Thinker was sculpted by Rodin, uh, R-O-D-I-N, Rodin, not sure how you pronounce it. The Last Supper was Da Vinci. And finally, the painting of the stern-looking farmer with his pitchfork next to the lady, maybe his wife, maybe his daughter, American Gothic. So Michelangelo, the Great Sphinx, Rodin, Da Vinci, and American Gothic. And finally, we go to Canadian music. The uh, the answer to number one was a mouse. He could see you eating green eggs and ham uh, in a house with a mouse. In the Today I Hate Everyone Killjoy song, it is shadows creeping slowly over everything. In Home for a Rest, they kept a shine on the bar with the sleeves of their coats. Salesman Cheats and Liars told us, it's wise to know which way your gun is pointing before you shout, I see the whites of their eyes. And finally, according to Lovers in a Dangerous Time, you gotta kick at the darkness till it bleeds daylight. So, a mouse, shadows, the sleeves of their coats, whites of their eyes, and bleed daylight are your answers to Canadian music. I hope you enjoyed that trip down Canadian music memory lane for me. Again, I still listen to that music. I love it. If you didn't like it, I am sorry. Hopefully the questions were interesting enough to keep you uh, tuned in and your brain percolating. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Sad to say, we are all done for this week. It's amazing how time does fly. Till next week, uh, do me a favor. Do stay safe. I need you to be able to tune in next week so I can get those uh, those listener stats up. And uh, I'm already pretty happy with where they are. But I want more, more. Tell all your friends. It's amazing. Go review on iTunes, if you will. Uh, see if Stitcher would, wouldn't mind updating my feed uh, more than once a month. That'd be fantastic. And uh, other than that, you can just stay pretty, stay smart. Well, that brings us to the end of another damn trivia show. You're a tad bit wiser, a little bit smarter now. You're welcome, here you go. Just so you know, nothing wrong with being a geek. It's a flashback like Superman ain't weak. Your Batman is Bruce Wayne. That'll change, it don't hurt to have a little something extra in your brain. Remember, this is an important lesson. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Maybe there are stupid answers, but they're a lot funnier to hear, so that don't matter. Now come on back for another damn trivia show. But before I go, I just want to say peace before we part. Until next week, have a great day, stay smart. Show. There was another damn trivia show. That was the end of another damn trivia show. That was another damn trivia show.